From the Heritage Foundation, this is Heritage Explains. If you've got a smartphone in 2024, you probably are at least aware of the existence of TikTok. The video sharing app has millions of users in the United States and is particularly popular with kids. But what might be less known is a December 2023 article from the Daily Signal detailing polling data from RMG Research, which showed that 54% of Americans favored banning the app. In the article, Rob Bluey writes, TikTok emanated from China, where its Beijing-based parent company ByteDance is headquartered. The Heritage Foundation's Kara Frederick, director of the Tech Policy Center, has warned that TikTok's exploitation of user data, abuse of privacy, and proprietary algorithm make Americans vulnerable to the Chinese Communist Party. But parents have other reasons to be skeptical of TikTok and similar social media platforms like Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat. They're concerned about the impact that such platforms have on their kids, from emotional well-being to exposure to inappropriate sexual materials and adults who would do them harm. In fact, on the day of this podcast release, the Senate is holding a hearing for CEOs of Meta, X, TikTok, Snap, and Discord on their failures to protect children online. I sat down with policy analyst Annie Chestnut Tudor from the Tech Policy Center here at the Heritage Foundation to talk about why this discussion is happening now and what we should do about it. Annie Chestnut Tudor, policy analyst in the Tech Policy Center here at the Heritage Foundation. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Mark. So how did you wind up doing this kind of work? Well, my career started in the Senate. I was in Senator Johnson's office for several years. The last couple of years I was with him, I was his staffer for his work on the Commerce, Science, and Transportation Committee, and that includes tech and telecom issues. While I was there, in 2021, the Wall Street Journal came out with what it called the Facebook Files. It was a series of several articles that outlined the problems on Instagram and Facebook and how they negatively affect the emotional well-being of kids and even physical well-being. And I think the most um, damaging finding was that they uncovered that Facebook and Instagram knew that their platforms were a problem, knew that their algorithms were a problem, and they had hard evidence and data showing how it was harming the self-esteem and mental health of teenagers, particularly teenage girls. So that really started the hearings in Congress on the issues with social media and how those platforms are harming kids that use us. So when we talk about children being in danger on these platforms, what are we really talking about? I think we've seen through studies 
personal anecdotes that the content that we see on social media influences us and what we think, what we might believe, how we feel. And I think that kids are especially vulnerable to this sort of influence and how they perceive things. Peer pressure, ideas of what they should look like, what their life should look like, what their body should look like. It provides another opportunity for bullying because it's just a way for other kids and other users to anonymously make comments and about other people. And I think most egregiously, it's the exposure to sexual material and the opportunity for grooming from predators who have no business talking to children. And I think in the ways it goes about can be very slow and gradual and that a kid might not know what to look for and what might be problematic. On the day that this episode releases, and part part of the reason we're having this conversation is the Senate is going to be hearing testimony from CEOs of several big tech companies, including Meta, which is the parent company for Facebook and Instagram, also X, TikTok, Snap, and Discord, uh, on their failures to protect children online. Why is this happening now? Yeah, this is one of several hearings in the last couple of years And the Judiciary Committee, they have particularly been looking at the child sexual abuse material that has been exposed on these social media platforms. There have been a lot of lawsuits from state attorney generals. Before this hearing, the Judiciary Committee had a hearing with more outside experts, and now they have subpoenaed several of these CEOs to come in person. Mark Zuckerberg volunteered to be at the hearing, and I believe TikTok CEO did as well, but the committee had to subpoena the other CEOs from X, Snap, and Discord in order to make them testify. So what kind of issues do we expect that they'll be asked about? how they're allowing these abuses to occur. There's just such a swath of like dissemination of these materials and the platforms really facilitate that predators can find other predators to exchange material. Um, They're also the way social media works is, you know, a lot of users are interacting with other users at, aren't even just their actual friends and family members in real life, but just other strangers. And so it's an easy way for predators to target children. In 2022, the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children received over 32 million reports. Over 27 million of those were from Meta, X, TikTok, and Snapchat. For Meta's part, They did submit most of those reports. I don't think that it's because there's necessarily more of this occurring on their websites, but they are perhaps doing more of a due diligence to submit these reports. And these were reports of content that would be inappropriate, like child sexual abuse material. Correct. 
So how have these platforms responded to scrutiny? Yeah, a lot of them have come out with their various solutions for how they make kids safer. I know these CEOs, they certainly will be stressing all that they've done. So TikTok has disabled direct messaging or private messaging for users under 16 years old. But I'll note that this is based on users self-certifying their age when they create an account. So someone under 16 could have an account for someone over 16 if they put in a different, a higher birth year. Meta has announced different parental controls. I think parents can link their kids' account to theirs if they'd like. I think they've tried to change some of the automatic feedback loop that just keeps people on for such a long time or or feeds kids similar feedback based on content that they've engaged with. But these aren't foolproof. And it's good that Congress is exposing these problems and they should continue to do so. I think the general public needs to understand how social media platforms work and the dangers because it really has evolved from what it used to be. I think social media first was, you know, just a platform where you could add photos online. It was like an online photo album. That's really what Facebook was at first. Um, But the way it's changed now, it's much more consumeristic. You are fed so much content from people you don't even know just on your homepage. Many users feel like they can't even control what they see on their platform. And so much inappropriate content is allowed on there. And so I think Congress needs to realize that it it can't rely on big tech to self-regulate. They're really going to have to enact some enforcements to make real change. So what kind of policy recommendations would we make to lawmakers who are trying to make the Internet more safe for kids? Yeah, I think first I'll note that the Judiciary Committee, they have passed some bills, but they're waiting either action on the Senate floor or from the House to become law. And some of these do get at the preventing some of the dissemination of exploitative content. It bolsters some of the reporting requirements and assists victims when they're actually going through the judicial process. These are good and just need to become law. But some of the other abuses, I think that Congress needs to consider taking a bold step and implement age verification This has been experimented in the states. It started in Louisiana. They passed a bill that requires age verification for pornography websites. And since then, other states have followed suit. And you see other states looking at age verification just more broadly for social media. And I think this could go about a couple different ways. I think it could be introduced with actually prohibiting anyone under 18 to create a social media account. I think just keeping kids off social media would be probably the best way to actually prevent these abuses from happening. And the reality is this is not an action that big tech will ever take on its own because 
at the end of the day, they care about their bottom line and they are profiting from kids being on social media. I think if lawmakers didn't want to take that sort of approach, they could implement age verification in tandem with some of these other requirements through bills like the Kids Online Safety Act that require more parental controls and restrictions on accounts designated for minors. But this would actually give it more teeth because you wouldn't just be relying on kids to self-certify their age anymore. So in the wake of this Senate hearing that is happening today, Heritage is also going to be hosting an event, kind of breaking down what happened there. Can you tell us a little bit about that event? Yes. First, it's going to start with Jason Miares, who's the Attorney General of Virginia. He has initiated several lawsuits against big tech companies. Virginia is also one of the states that has passed a bill requiring age verification for pornography websites. And he will be interviewed by our president, Dr. Kevin Roberts. And then we'll have a panel where I will be participating in. And Kara, the director of the Tech Policy Center, she will be moderating it with um, a couple experts from other organizations. And then this will be followed with a talk or address from Senator Blackburn, who was the sponsor of the Kids Online Safety Act. So I imagine that she will be focusing on her bill there and perhaps what she heard from the CEOs earlier that morning. Annie Chestnut Tudor, thank you so much for being with us on Heritage Explains. Thank you, Mark. Thank you to Annie Chestnut Tudor for her contribution to this episode. You can find her on X at Annie Chestnut. And you can learn more about big tech at heritage.org slash technology. Check out our show notes for links to today's event at the Heritage Foundation, Safeguarding Kids Online, How to Clean Up Big Tech's Mess. Thank you, as always, for listening to Heritage Explains. If you have any thoughts, feedback, or questions, you can email us at heritageexplains at heritage.org. Take care. We'll see you next week. Heritage Explains is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. It's written and produced by Mark Gani, Lauren Evans, and John Pop.